Ball Boys, we're back. Dave's here. I'm Ed. We got a special guest today. Yes, we uh, do. Ross Dyke is joining us uh, via Zoom. One of my dad's oldest and best friends, Los yep. Angeles resident, avid Laker fan, and mediocre barbecuer. Ross, how you doing, man? <laughs> doing great. Glad to, <laughs> glad to be here. I wish it was under happier circumstances in Laker Nation, but I'm glad to be here. I yeah, know. I know. I know. Like, it's funny because the it's kind of sucks when we were planning this out earlier this week. We're doing this on Sunday afternoon. Um, the idea was to kind of have a celebration on this crazy run that yeah. this team is on. And um, last night they lose game three at home. They're down 0-3. And this series yeah. kind of feels like it's over before it even started a little bit. So it's kind of yeah. more of a... Uh, you know, <laughs> an obituary, but well, <laughs> well yeah, but the, most of the talking heads this morning are looking on the bright side. I mean, a lot of conversation about the depth of the team. Yeah, a lot of talk about you know what what we learned in the you know since the the makeover. Yeah, um, and and just you know uh, uh, also a lot of talk about balance in the league, right? I don't think, I mean, Denver Denver hasn't looked back since they took over first spot, top yep. spot around Christmas time. So they're a good team and our guys, you know, our guys had to step up. Their big guys played better than our best guys. And, you know, it's the way it goes, but, but I think there's some reason for optimism. Look, there's a lot of people didn't think we'd be having this conversation at the end of May. I know. I know. Well, it, you know, uh, I mean, let, let's face it. Um, I'll start this. I mean, I'll help the discussion in this way. Like uh, for me, uh, I mean, realistically, this series is over, right? Uh, down 3-0. Nobody's yeah. come back from yeah. 3 So it's basically done. But but Ross and I uh, were, were, you know, tweeting and talking before um, before this podcast uh, a couple of days ago and before, before the Lakers lost to um, Denver last night. And uh, Ross posed an interesting question. Are the, are the Lakers... Like basically, I mean, they're they're done for this series. But are the Lakers back? Like, is that's the question I think we should answer ourselves. And uh, and I think it's a really good question. Um, yeah. Are they are they back? Are they relevant? And yeah, I I think they are. Like finally, finally, like it it took a long time, as Ross and I have been discussing. Like yeah. you know, um, Palinka uh, finally, uh, uh, you know, made some good trades at the yeah. deadline. But I think that's when the train team became relevant again and yeah is it sustainable uh well, listen the, the, i don't know you know that we, we were we were in the valley of darkness right yeah. Post, oh yeah you know post championship uh mediocre seasons uh kobe's death in fact you can't see behind me probably but that's the santa monica mountains that i was sitting outside on that cloudy day when we got news of the helicopter oh crashing, one of the worst not, days you know not not far from here um, and that and that took a big round out of the club. I also think I, you know, you and I have talked about this. I think the club went through, uh, a, you know, kind of a, a personality, you know, change as Jeannie settled in and, and other yep. people in management settled in. And you just said it, Linka had had to come in and prove himself. So I don't I don't know that anybody thought the 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 morphing would take as long as it did. I mean, obviously signing LeBron. Everybody thought, you know, we were going to be in Championship City for the rest of our, you know, lives as long as mm. he was suiting up. But it didn't turn out that way. Your your comment about relevance for those of you that that don't spend much time in L.A., you know, this this has always been a Dodger town, right? The Dodgers have been sort of the dominant and steady, you know, franchise since they moved here from Brooklyn. You know, the the Lakers were an afterthought, and and even the NBA wasn't that big a deal until '60s and '70s, and then. 
obviously everything took off with the with the seventies and then the Lake Show in the eighties. Mm-hmm. And the Lakers, you know, ascended to being the other team, right? The the they were the mm-hmm. you know the, if there was a summer team, it was the Dodgers, and the Lakers were the winter team. And this is before you know uh, football came back and went, and mm-hmm. then hockey showed up. So the Lakers, the Lakers owned, and before the Clippers showed up, the Lakers owned this town. Uh, will they come back in that category? I think so. And you just kind of pick up a paper, LA Times, the the Daily News, or listen to the sports guys, Eddie's counterparts around town. I think the Lakers are back now. You know, a lot will have to do with what they do in the off season. Um, you know, they they're they're going to have to hold on to the core group. Obviously, uh, AD's going to be a year older. Obviously, uh, you know, LeBron turns thirty nine. Um, but you know, I mean, if they make some good moves and they get better contributions from the guys that just couldn't find their game in this series, I think we're back. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think the Austin Reeves is a an, an interesting question. He's a free yeah. agent. I've been saying that uh, I want the Raptors to sign him because <laughs> yeah. um, he might. They yeah. yeah well, I, I I would assume that they'll bring him back, and he's become really an important part of of that. Oh, yeah of their offense. Yeah. And like, yeah. for those who don't watch the Lakers very often, he kind of reminds me a little bit of uh and, and it's, it's so hard not to make the white guy comparisons, but I'm going to do yeah. it anyway. Utah Gordon Hayward, you know, yeah. like yeah. just a, a yeah. combo guard that can, uh, he can finish at the rim. He's crafty. He can initiate in the pick and roll. Yeah. They're it, running stuff like, through it, him. I, and, know. Uh, I, I think that's a very important re-signing that they're going to have to make. They're going to have to figure out the point guard thing. I think, the D'Angelo Schroeder combo. Well, it's it's been kind of working at times this postseason. I, I think you can do a little bit better than that. Well, well yeah, so, I, yeah. Let's, I mean, he let went let away jump, in the playoff series. Yeah, let me jump in on that. Yeah. I, like, I like in terms of the uh, the defense. Uh, Schroeder obviously has been a better, um, yeah. you know, a, a guy on Option. the floor. Yeah, uh, right. Uh, but because uh, D'Angelo, oh man, he just. Well, he to his credit, he had a really good series the uh, the one before, but yeah. um, in this one, he's done. Yeah, he's a liability. He doesn't play defense, and they're and they're explaining that. And and I mean, they put they're putting Murray on him, and it's like he's fucked. So yeah, yeah. Uh, and in terms of in terms of the future, um, yeah. Listen, I, it's interesting you made that Gordon Har- Hayward uh, comment, Eddie, because I think I I see um, uh, Reeves more as a, like a John Stockton kind of guy, I believe. Yeah. Oh, here we yeah. go. No, seriously. Let's just pick great white guys in the history of the or, NBA to compare Austin or, Reeves to. Or, or another or another Canadian, right? You, you know, our, our Steve Nash. Yeah. Steve Nash from Victoria. Oh, yeah, there, so, there you go. Yeah. You know, I mean, I I look at him, you know, more as a Steve Nash type. To Eddie's point, he does sort of quarterback that team, and I don't know, if it was you or or or. Uh, uh, Dave that said, you know, they ran the offense through him. I mean, they did do that. And and I think had they got better contributions from tier two players, you know, off the bench, um, they could have done better. I mean, D'Angelo went away. I mean, yeah. he was he was just MIA last night. I mean they're not getting much um, out of Vanderbilt. He's pretty much no. yeah. Did yeah, didn't get enough out of the bench. And if you look at the line score this morning, you'll see it, right? Minutes and and what they were asked to do. Now, I Derek was very positive coming out of last night's game, maybe more than I thought he should have been. Um, Ham, the you know the coach, mm-hmm. um, and and I felt good about that too because he said the guys played hard, but but you know there's a system and they and they weren't playing in that system. So you know it it takes a while. Now again, like I said, I think the thing working against us is age. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, and I mean, I just like it's interesting that, I, that you made that point because they are playing hard. And me, my dad and I were talking about this the other day. It's like Denver's good; they're they're fucking good, man. Oh yeah, and yeah. they got yeah. the best yeah. they got the best player in the world. I think they're going to win the title. And it's interesting because yeah. in this series, it, I mean, Jokic has been great, but it's been Jamal that's killing you guys. Yeah, and yeah, no, uh, yeah. An- another Canadian boy who's from the Toronto area. Right. Shout out, yeah. but uh, he's he's been killing them. And yeah. yeah. This is the thing. Like Denver's been overlooked all year. Nobody was really talking about them. I think that my dad and I have this working theory. It's called the Landry Shamit face theory, (laughs) where uh, if you know you know who Landry Shamit is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to hear. I want to hear the rest of the metaphor. (laughs) So basically, the idea is if you look like an idiot, people think you're ten percent worse on the court than you actually are. (laughs) And like Jokic fits. He's he's a shaman yeah. face guy. Yeah, you know yeah. he's got Landry yeah. he's got Landry shaman face syndrome a little yeah, bit. He's, so like, like he's, a big, he's a big milky 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 fat boy. Like well, he's lost well, a lot of weight. But yeah, he he looks goofy yeah. out there. So people don't don't you know if you're a casual fan, you don't you know uh, necessarily buy into it. But he's the best player in the league, and absolutely, I think, absolutely. I think MVP twice in a row. I mean, I, I, right. And yeah. listen, the way the game has gone, you could, you could step back a little bit and say. You know, the yeah. way this game has gone just in the NBA generally, right? Every team's got two guys. Some teams have two and a half guys, right? That you yeah. got to work. The and the Raptors have no have... guys, but. <laughs> right. That, that's a problem, right? <laughs> yeah. um, and if you look at the Golden State series, right? Yeah. We were able, the Lakers were able to find a way to get or to neutralize the best guy yeah. without, without letting the second guy get away with murder. So, you know, they could they could they could they could cover the outside shots and not get killed on the inside. Or or you know, they could they could, you know, keep Steph at bay and then, you know, Trace, you know, or Trace, Trace's brother, uh, you know, was 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 managed. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think finding that yin yang on defense was trickier with these two guys. And of course they had a couple of supporting players that, that really went off. Um yeah. And I think that, that those matchups with this particular team are tough. Eddie, to your point, uh, the, the rags this morning are saying just want to just skip the next series. It doesn't matter whether it's the Heat or the or the Celts, and it looks like it's going to be the Heat. Just get mm-hmm. send send the trophy to Denver. Yeah, let's yeah. just get you know, let's just move on. Send no, the base to Denver. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree too. And you know, it's interesting. So looking forward to the Lakers' future. I mean, um, and and getting back to the point, like, are they are they back, right? Um, I I have this crazy idea, like a crazy theory, uh, and I know LeBron's going to be thirty nine next year, but um, I you know he said he wants to play with Bronny. Bronny's going to USC next yeah. year. Yeah. Um, he's he's going to be uh, he'll graduate in a year. I can see the Lakers kind of treading water until LeBron gets Bronny back on the same team. I don't know how that's going to work. They might have to trade. Uh, it, it might not work in terms of the the lottery or if you see even in the draft. But I can see a day where LeBron like brings him Ronnie in and the two of them play together, and that's LeBron's final season. But that's where I see the the this going. Um, this is, this I don't Gordy, know. Just a guess. Is that the, that's the Gordy House syndrome, right? Where Gordy worked it out so that he could play with his boys in Houston. Yeah, exactly, that? exactly. But, here, but here's the thing, though, boys. LeBron. As as impressive as it is, and I th- let's get into this LeBron discussion because he's been really impressive this postseason. But I he can't carry you for eighty two games anymore. No, no, you no. know, and then like and 
I also have been really impressed with Anthony Davis's performance, but as Ross said, he's fragile. He's, he's yeah. another <laughs> fragile is an understatement. Every time the guy falls <laughs> over, you're like, Oh shit. Right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. they yeah. need, yeah, wheel, there were, there, I don't know if you noticed, there were four wheelchairs, one on every corner. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Just in case AD falls over, but yeah, and yeah, LeBron, he, over. he can yeah. turn it on for six minutes. Um, you know, when he, when he needs to, but he can't yeah. be that guy. And my dad and I were talking about this, uh, after game two, like he's settling for jump shots. He doesn't yeah. have that, uh, that burst to the rim that he used. I mean, he's 38 years old. Fuck. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's the guy break. But yeah. my point is in the, if they want to have another run at this thing, they're going to have to figure that piece out. Like they're going to yeah. have to bring something in to, uh, to, to help LeBron and AD out. And I don't think Austin Reeves, continuing to develop is going to be enough. No, yeah. no, exactly. I, I, I agree, but he's certainly a piece and, and I can see them, the, what they have to do is they have to bring, yeah, they, they don't have to t- tinker that much. They can just bring in a shooter. What they need is shooters, three point shooting. My God, LeBron, is, uh, LeBron missed like, I don't know what, 30, three-pointers in the last couple of games. He's not it's shooting ridiculous. the ball well. Oh, no. What the hell? Why is he taking threes? No, because he can't get to the basket. Because you yeah. can't get to the basket, Dad. That's yeah. why. Right. Well, yeah, well, and, and guys, to, to Eddie's point, imagine, and you talk about pieces, right? This is, the, this is what makes the game so beautiful. If if they had a guy like a step or a baby step that could shoot outside shots, that would right. draw attention to the, you know, to the to the you know, to the to the crease, right? You know, to the outer part of the by the key. If they could get if they could get a little bit of take some of that heat off of LeBron. Allow him a little more space. Give him a little more space. You know, the, the the look at how they had two bodies on him in last night. I mean, you know, both both of the big boys were on him, and then they had Murray on him, pretty much like glue uh, at the end. So it it it's tough. And and yeah, you're right. Two guys, even one other guy that could shoot from the outside would make a big big difference. Let's see. It's going to be interesting. But from hey, a fan I, standpoint, yeah. I told you guys this. Those courtside seats yesterday were eighteen grand. Um, well, that's the, that's the, that's like a, a lunch for you, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, at no at, at no boot, just the, the sushi place. Just down the, the, well, hey, listen, I, I I remember when uh, we went to the Lakers uh, Philly game Philly. in Philly. in in two thousand and one. And we sat in the nosebleeds, and what were you were saying? The nosebleeds are now what five hundred each or something? <clears throat> nosebleeds uh, last night were three to five hundred. Yeah, but that's what they yeah. were when we went. Okay, yeah. but hold on though, Dad. Remember, my dad and I went to a 2019 Finals game in Toronto, Game Two. Low, low. We sat a thousand bucks a seat, and we were yeah. the last row in the arena. Yeah, like the last yeah. one. There was a wall behind us. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, you guys were in Toronto. And there's not a lot of entertainment options there. <laughs> oh, that's quiet now. So, you know, in LA, in LA, in LA, we have options. So <laughs> that's that's true. I, that's I think, true. I think that's the Lakers. Uh... The Lakers. I mean, last night, I think the Lakers were competing with a hip hop concert in Inglewood and stuff. So there was a lot. Of, there was a lot of stuff going on. Um, I want to throw a couple free agency names at you guys since I mean right. obviously this the, the series isn't over yet, but as we talked about the series is pretty much over. Yeah. Draymond Green's a free agent this summer. Boys with LeBron. See ya. ya. Bye bye. Hey. Uh, okay. You guys are out on Draymond, eh? No, no. All right. Uh, oh, it's, I read an article today uh that uh um uh, Steve Kerr had a comment about the whole Draymond Jordan Poole thing at the beginning of the season, and he said it kind of it, it kind of ruined our whole season, and it did. It it's it lingered it lingered the whole thing, and nobody said anything about it, but it was there all the whole time. Of course, so, it was. 
Yeah. yeah. And yeah, we, you know, all knew, you, we all knew it. You know, you, you you talk like that or you wave a gun on a video, you know, you're going to have well, you, But he punched him in the face. Yeah. Well, there's that too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, and the league, the league doesn't need that. I mean, Silver is, is not going to endure that for a lot longer. I kind of no. think Silver's, he needs to get a bit of a backbone, but. Uh... No, but he, that's my, Eddie, your point's a good one, which is why I'm saying at some point, people that pay large money, you just gave an example, to watch these millionaires you know, throw a small orange ball around, they're going to just go, no, 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 no. We don't need yeah. that. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, here's a couple other names. Kyrie Irving is a free agent. Another uh, one of LeBron's disciples. Yeah. <laughs> Ross, is, Ross didn't like that. Neither of you guys like that one. <laughs> no. I mean, he, he's, no. He, but, okay, but here's the he's thing. A though, he's a cancer. Like, I agree. Every team he goes to, he fucks up. And, like, yeah. I'm sorry. There may, be, there may be a reason his resume's longer than No, I'm you know, listen, I'm not a dad. Kyrie Irving guy. I'm just saying, if we're talking about a guy that, like, if you can say, like, can you come in and, like, win 40 games for us so that we don't have to run LeBron into the ground? No, no. You know, I mean. No. Um, There's other guys out there that would be Fred Van, better Fred Van Fleet. Fred Van Fleet's is. a free agent, and I'll drive him to L.A. myself if you guys want to sign him. <laughs> hey, um, I, I'd i be okay with Fred. I mean, he's a, not the – As a role player? I mean, again, as a role guys, player? We're, we're talking role players here. We're not talking about guys that have to make the, you know, the, the right. talk news. As role players go, that's a better one than the first two you threw out. Yeah. Okay. What? What about? Here's 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 the most interesting. What? Um. Zach Levine. Ooh. That's interesting. Yeah, that's really interesting. Because that's interesting. Think, Eddie. And, because and here's the, the thing. Here's the thing. Because because Levine is a great shooter, uh, a a great wing player. Yeah. Um. And that's what the Lakers need. They need like they didn't get it from the guys that they got it. Then oh, here's the thing. The the moves that that Palinka made at the at the deadline I thought were great. Right. Rui was, was great. great. Uh, yeah. he was a great pickup. Um and uh, uh uh who's the other guy um Vanderbilt uh, D'Angelo Vanderbilt uh, no D'Angelo no Vanderbilt yes on the defensive side but he just couldn't score and so he's more of a like late bench guy like you know in a, you know what I mean like he can play defense bring him in yeah. certain situations but I mean, he's not a re- he's not a starter but give him another but give him but give him an off season Dave give him an off season yeah yeah and and let him go through training camp and and get more familiar with the, you know Ham and the system. And, and, and also, got, yeah, go ahead, Eddie. Well, I was just going to say, just to jump in, like, we're this is the conference finals. Like, your bench has shrunk to seven guys at this point of the year. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. it's not like Vanderbilt isn't a, a valuable regular season guy that can help you. And this is what we're talking about. Like, they need guys because you yeah. can't yeah. lean on LeBron and AD. You know, they're going to have to. Yeah, anyway, um, it's, exactly it's the interesting. Thing is interesting. I just want to talk for a second about the Lakers' uh, defensive strategy against Jokic because they had uh, LeBron playing against them. They had Rui playing against them uh, to allow um, AD the freedom to rim protect, which I thought was a great strategy. Mm-hmm. And I, I just want your thoughts on both you guys on what Rui is like. To me, he's like an OG Ananobi 2.0. Like he, like he's, 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 he's like he's not as good as OG. But no, but look at the what the Raptors had. The Raptors had OG playing, uh, you know, uh, playing against centers uh, it, 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 uh, the entire year, and that's basically what they're asking Rui to do. And yeah, and I think he's doing it. I think he did a pretty good job. Like he he doesn't have to guard him the whole time, but I thought he did a really good job. And and I think he's a really good um, uh, addition to this team. 
He's been a great pickup. And, and also, like, uh, um, Jeff Van Gundy made a great comment in, uh, in last night's game when, when they were doing a fast break or something on a transition thing. And he said, that's the way you run transition the transition floor. Rui just, yeah. like, took off. And, and, and that's, like, he's playing great at both ends. And I think it's a great pickup. He's inconsistent. Yeah. He is uh, one. He's a good pickup, and yes, he's inconsistent. I, the, the the method that Ham employed, and he was very clear about this coming into this series, was nobody was going to get the Joker for more than a minute, maybe two. Right. So the idea was, you know, have enough guys take their turn. Again, look at the box score from last night. A lot of guys, we we played a lot more guys than they did, and they and 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 I think a part of that was desperation, right? Trying to find the mm -hmm. right kind of mix to get you know get back on track but when you've got a guy like you know him nicola that's tough i mean and, and you got to take your turn but there's only five guys out there right and if one guy or two guys have got to cover that guy then you only got three guys left and i think the math just didn't work mm -hmm. um and then and then you, and 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 again when you're looking for that creative mix this is where the, you know this is where the geniuses make their money finding you know tumbling the dice or tumbling or whatever to get the right balance. I mean, and, mm -hmm. and it didn't happen for us last night. Well, and uh, just on the Rui point, you don't really notice how big he is until you actually oh, yeah. watch it. Like, he's a big boy, yeah. Rui Atchimara. Yeah. yeah. like, bigger than LeBron. Um, yeah. And, and I, I agree somewhat. I also, just to chime in on the D'Angelo stuff, like, the Lakers wouldn't be here if it wasn't for D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, that's right. And, that's right. You know, yeah, he, that's and right. same thing. He's inconsistent, but he he actually played really well in the first two series. So he hasn't oh. had a good series shooting, but that's D'Angelo, right? Like that's yeah. you know what you're getting with him. He's he he he's so talented. He could go for thirty whenever he wants, and then mm -hmm. the next night you're gonna he'll he'll go zero for thirteen, right? And was this his was was this? I, I you guys probably know Eddie. You, you got to know. Was this as far as D'Angelo's ever been in a playoff run? I mean. Mm -hmm. it, because that there was eighteen thousand, almost nineteen thousand people there last night, and you know media from all over the planet. I mean, you guys have been in the stadium. You've been at when it was Staples, and now it's Crypto. That's yeah. a tough room. That's a tough room for a kid uh, that you know hasn't been there before. Has he been in that level before? I he has. He, no, he has not been at that level. No. He's been in, been in the first round a couple times. But yeah. you know, look, I mean, I. It's a this, tough, this is what, that's a tough room. This yeah, is what happens. Is. In, this is what happens yeah. when you get deep in the playoffs. Like your role players, you know those sh those those corner jump shots in you know on a Tuesday night in January in Orlando that are falling. Yeah. It's just not yeah. the same, right? Like yeah. I mean, uh, and and like yep. and this is what, like usually when you, once you get to the finals, pretty much the, a coach is is down to a six man rotation. Yeah, like you're and, playing your starters forty five minutes, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, but we couldn't. I mean, we we couldn't, and that goes to the age thing as well, right? Right. So. And again, a, a little extra pressure. Again, I know we're off topics. Your free agent picks were good, or at least one of them was, Eddie. Um, <laughs> but but I, I think, too, nobody thought the team, you know, after the play-in game, oh, that's great. You know, we made the playoffs. Then we beat Golden yeah. State. Holy cow, how did that happen? Uh, and then, you know, we, we lose the first two in Denver. The Heat last night, I wasn't in the building. I was watching it at home. But the Heat, you know, just the emotional Heat, had yeah. to be heavy, heavy, heavy last night. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember anybody talking about it. I wasn't there, but that's going to be tough on these guys. Again, a year later, now that they've proven they they can get there with the right moves, I think they're okay. And a couple of free, you know, free agent pickups, and then a, 
I like the ham system. He'll be back. I, I like I, ham too. I like ham a lot. I like, I like ham too. Lot. Yeah, I, I like he, him a lot too. I like him a lot. I think a lot of people thought he was a question mark this year. You know, they, everyone talks about it being LeBron's team. LeBron, LeBron showed, I thought, for LeBron, adequate deference to, to you know, mm-hmm. to, to Ham. Um, so so I, I'm more optimistic this year than I have been for the last three. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I would agree. And, and for me, um, to see them play, you know what really made the difference for me is that this is finally the year, in, in, like you said, in a couple of years, that they finally started to play defense. And I think that's a yeah. credit to Ham. And yeah. and everybody bought in, and they were playing. They were like the number one defensive team at the end of the year, towards into the first two rounds. Yeah, and they they were they were just the best. They and and they got it off their steals, their transition. Um, you know their 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 rotations were really great defensively, and they had AD uh, protecting the rim. And that's Thank you. right. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. That's yeah, what I was just going to say. Anthony yeah. Davis has been the best defensive player in the league since March. And right. uh, and I don't think he's gotten enough. Like, even we haven't really talked about AD much, but his performance on the defensive end, he's not quite the same guy he was in New Orleans. He's a bit older. He's been through some injuries. He doesn't have the same lift on his jump shot. He doesn't have yeah. the same explosiveness. But, man, that guy has turned into an elite, elite rim protector. Yeah. And yeah. he's the key. He is, It's not really LeBron. Like, no, it, it's AD is the key to everything that they do, and uh, he's been really impressive it, it, it throughout this run. You know, and um, right, I, and I also think I also think Ham's defensive structure. Not to get too wonky on you guys, but if you look at it, no, you're right. AD was never left alone. There was always somebody. There was a first man or a, mm-hmm. or or, or a, 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 one of, one of the forwards. You know, had to be in front of him. So it wasn't like people got right. You know, to AD. I mean, when he did get you know bumped up. You know he got broken, but but if there's another if, if the if the attacker had to go through another guy to get to the rim and meet AD there, we, his his numbers were a lot better. You know what I'm saying? There was like it was like yep. a two man defense as opposed to leaving it up to AD to do it all by himself. Mm-hmm. So I want to I want to ask you a broader question. We're we're uh, we got about uh, five to ten minutes left here. Um, in terms of LeBron. As someone who is on the ground in LA, you know, a big Laker fan, obviously, has the city and the fan base fully, is he a fully a Laker now? Because, you know, you go back to when he got here, he got to the LA in 2018. Uh, yeah. That first year, <laughs> he was pretty disinterested in playing with any of the oh kids. Oh my God. And and I hated, well, I hated that idea. I just right, hated right. It. Right. So they trade all the kids away. Then you bring yeah. in AD, they have this run in 2020, they win the title, but like you know you like you said the he at the at the crypto was was on fire last night nobody gets to go see the games yeah you, know, you don't get to have that connection they didn't even have to have a parade right yeah no, and no then parade. 21 22 were lost seasons because of injuries and and, yeah. and shit so yeah. it feels like this is sort of the first time and even going back to before the playoffs when he breaks the record they have that moment you know it, this is, sort of feels to me like the first time that lebron's actually been truly embraced as a Laker, do you get that yeah. feeling? Yeah, I think Eddie. I think you're, you know, you're a couple thousand miles north of me, but I, yeah, I think you're exactly right. Um, there was a backdrop. There, there was. You talked about the first year he cleaned house, and everybody thought, "Oh, you know, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what's happening? Is he taking over the whole franchise? You know, all of that jazz." Um, then there was the bubble series, and that 
I don't care where you were playing. That was just tough to get into no matter what. Yeah. Um, you know, there were other reasons. Um, you know, he was distracted with his business. I guess you guys know he's got a bit of a media empire that he's building here in L.A. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, you know, his family has been doing great. Um, Bronny's now, you know, going to school. So mm -hmm. here in L.A. And I think, you know, that's kind of cool, actually. And, you know, where he lives in Brentwood, there's a lot of SC, you know, mm -hmm. graduates and sort of an SC community up there. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, for all these other sort of maybe peripheral reasons, yeah, Eddie, I think he's back in and, and he did, if you, if you listen to what he said when he was at the podium during the, during the, uh, the Golden State Series and at the end of the year, um, he was much more a Laker, right? He was much more a part of the organization. Definitely feels I mean, like he's a Laker now. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, and let's yeah. hope, let's hope that that carries on through the summer. And if he gets one more year, one more decent year, which will be incredible, that would be awesome. And to yep. and to, to Dave's point, you know, there's some clever ways, and the Ball brothers proved it, not you ball boys, but the, mm -hmm. uh, the Ball family <laughs> proved it. There's clever ways to get guys into the league. There is. Uh, and, and onto teams that you wouldn't otherwise think they might be able to pull it off. And right. if there's anybody that could pull it off, Rob Polinka and LeBron James could probably pull it off if yeah. if Bronny does okay playing at Galen Center in the fall. So right. it'll be interesting to see how that works out. So yeah, but to, to answer your question, yeah, he was much more a Laker. And the city to Eddie to the city, I think, just broadly speaking, as a Laker fan, since you know, I got here way back when. Yeah, I think they embraced LeBron much more this year than they had in the past. I, uh, I agree, and for just from a distance, like to see Jack at a game for the first mm -hmm. time and oh, whatever, yeah. like that's that's, cool. that's a huge statement, and yeah. that says, hey, the fan base is buying back in, the yeah. team's buying in, um, uh, and we're back, we're back yeah. now. Yeah, well, it, it's well, funny I you think... mentioned that. It's funny you mentioned that, and LeBron went over and was very gracious. You remember that night? Um, yeah, that was that was a throwback night, right? And yeah, and and there's nothing wrong with that, and. You know, he didn't have to reinvent the franchise. The franchise has got, you know, you guys don't need to be told. It's it's a storied <laughs> franchise. Yeah. But he didn't need to remake it. He was no. asked to make it better, right? Shaquille has talked a lot about this. I don't know if you guys pay attention to Shaq that much. Oh, yeah. You know, Shaq has talked about how, you know, he worked it. And, of course, you know, he went through the whole thing with Kobe and they succeeded together and mm -hmm. had their challenges together. But the franchise was always bigger than Shaquille and bigger than Kobe even. Exactly. But they worked into it. And I think it's taken longer than anybody wanted. But I think Eddie's right. I think maybe now LeBron can say, you know, he's a part of the French. Yes, I agree. I would I agree, I would agree as well. with that. Yeah. I agree as well. Um, last question. I'll go to both you guys. Give me a minute each on uh, – we haven't touched on it much. They're playing game three tonight in Miami. It's been a shock so far. Uh, I wanted to see Lakers Celtics. It looks like we're not going to have either of those teams. No, I, no. I just, I don't get this Miami thing. I'll Dave, you go first. I mean, it, how are they fucking doing this? Like Jimmy Butler's amazing. Holy fuck. Well, it's, well, it's their defense, man. Like that's, that's what it comes down to their, their defense and their uh, opportunism. Um, they, they Butler, it's not just Butler. It's Lowry. It is, it's, it's yeah, it's, I guess it's Caleb Martin. It's like everybody. Uh, um, Bam Amadeo. Adebayo. You can you can never oh, pronounce I that can one. Never, I can, that guy. I can never pronounce that. Adebayo. Adebayo. What's his nickname? You got to use his nickname. Like Bam. 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 Yeah. Go. Yeah. Go with Bam. Yeah. Go with Bam. Bam's playing great. 
Um, and and like the whole team, like it's uh, they're sharing the ball. Um, it's it's their defense, man. And and I'm surprised at this because I thought the Celtics had the best defense in the East. I really did for the entire year. They've been playing great. They share the ball. Um, uh, Tatum's been playing great. Something. What's up with Justin Brown? I don't. I Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with Brown? Because like he's 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 getting his points, but it's not. He doesn't seem to be engaged. Uh, Marcus Smart's been the, a horrible, glue, but well, he's been horrible. Yeah, and the, the, and, the, the Celtics have been horrible in this series and so far. And their bigs, their bigs have not played well. So no, uh, Miami's. Uh, I I could see Miami just like it's yeah. Miami and Denver, man. Like oh yeah. fuck, I get yeah. I'll tell you, okay, last thing I'm going to say about this. I think the game has changed in the last year, particularly in the last couple of years. Basketball coaches, you know, not, notwithstanding Phil and Pat and some others, you know, Popovich, the basketball coaches have been mostly treated like, you know, suited up cheerleaders or dressed up cheerleaders, right? I think what we're noticing now, and I've noticed it this year more than any, and in the playoffs particularly, and this goes to Splester in, in Miami, I think the way they're matching up, I think I think the game plan and the way they're they're playing the game. I mean, for for people that don't watch a lot of NBA basketball or don't watch a lot of basketball at all, it may be hard to notice. But if you if you pay close attention, I think the matchups and the and and the the way they're running plays, and this goes to some of the stuff we talked about earlier, like who's performing, who's not performing, who's defending well, who isn't. I think the coaches deserve a lot more credit now than they have in the past. Mm. I, yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, uh, to yep. finish off this discussion, I've been saying this, Eric Spolster's the best coach in the league. So yep. uh, that's that's the reason hey, papers, why. Papers here are saying it today, Eddie. Papers yeah. in L.A. are saying it today. But, Complimenting he him, but pointing out that this guy oh. that was a video, he was a video guy, what, when he started in this? Thing. I know. Yeah. For, he was he's the video guy for Pat. He, he's, yeah. the best, he, he's the best coach in the league. Um, yeah. Listen, Ross, this has been awesome. Uh, awesome. You know, great to talk to you. Sorry that it's not under better circumstances, but yeah, but great, you know what? Great reunion. All right. Yeah. Well, if, like, I, if, I, if you guys make your way down here for any excuse, you know, the oh, 100%. 100%. 100%. And, and you know what? Like the Lakers, unfortunately, the series isn't going their way, but it's been a fun run. It's yeah. been, it's a, been fun a fun run. run. It and really uh, has. I, I think they, I think, I think they'll be back next year. Um, I think so too. That's Ross, we'll, we'll we'll let's let's chat again at some point on this on the show. We'll we'll bring you back if uh, if they make any big free agent signings or something yeah. crazy like that. But and I uh, hope so, and I hope summer happens soon in Prince George. <laughs> thanks, man. <laughs> thanks, man. I'm on the West Coast now. I'm on your time. Um, you. Thanks, Rasco. Bye, boys. Good to see you, buddy. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, we'll talk about uh, talk about the finals matchup. We'll do a little bit more on Miami. And yeah, um, yeah, you know where to find us: Apple, Spotify. Hope you enjoyed this fun. episode. We will be back. Yeah.